0: You're listening to Essay Talk, San Antonio's favorite podcast for discussions around the Alamo City. I'm Zach, your favorite retirement advisor.
1: And I'm Erica, San Antonio's favorite transplant.
0: What's up, everyone? Today is the 15th of November. What's up, Erica? How's it going?
1: It's going. It's Monday, and I actually really like Mondays, so...
0: Well... You're probably uh, one in a few because I don't think anyone really likes Monday.
1: I know. It's like a secret that I keep because usually I get like, why Monday? And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'm just not going to talk about it.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, we've talked about it first previous episode or uh, some of the previous episodes about the Best of the City Mm -hmm. is back. Mm -hmm. San Antonio Magazine. Mm -hmm. You weren't around for last year. Kind of had to do it myself, (laughs) being honest, but (laughs) not throwing shade there. But this year, it is back. We're together on the San Antonio Podcast Network. And of course, we want to politic our butts off again this year. Hopefully, we can make it back to back. I think with Erica's help, I think I think we're going to do that. So yeah, I mean, we definitely need to get that going. Listeners, um, that's why we want to start out with this. That's why I wanted to start out with it. It's just kind of talk about it. Go to San Antonio Magazine. Uh, I don't know if they have it on their homepage. I was trying to look this morning. I didn't see it. We're recording this on, on Friday. But... You could just type in Google, like literally type in San Antonio Magazine, Best of the City, look for 2022. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to click, I believe it's Culture and Personalities, scroll down to Podcasts, type in Essay Podcast Network. This year's a little different because they actually ask you to list a reason why. Mm -hmm. So when I submitted it, I just put... They talk about San Antonio with an exclamation point. And then I put my email and that was about it. So listeners, go do that. If you have other emails, like work emails, use every single email to do it. Mm-hmm. I encourage you. It literally takes like 10 seconds. Ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if
1: you already go so. with a good reason. Also, Zach said a really great point and he, he got you guys there through Google. But if you also just want to go to our link in bio, wherever you're following us, it's we've updated the link tree and you can go do that too.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the way it works, if you weren't here listening last year, throughout the month of November, you can nominate. So my challenge to you is first use your emails to nominate us. Just type in S.A. Podcast Network. You can probably type in San Antonio Podcast Network, but number one, it's probably too much to type. And number two, they're going to know anyway. So just put S.A. Podcast Network. But the other thing I wanted to say is... Ask somebody else to do it. Ask a parent, ask a sibling, a friend, a colleague, have them do it. Throughout the month of November, you can nominate. Starting in December is when you can actually go back and vote. So hopefully we got to get there by being nominated mm-hmm. first. And I think they pick like three or four, something like that. And then the readers, the listeners, the viewers, they can go back back in and, and vote. So we're going to be asking you every single episode.
1: Please. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, what do we want to get into first? What do you think?
1: Uh, I think the big one, let's just punch them right with it. Let's just come out with it.
0: I, I already think I know where you're going with this one. Yeah. So, the Astral World?
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: it has to be. It has to I be. I keep it's,
1: crying. It's really bad.
0: Well, and we had, and again, listeners were recording this on Friday, November 12th. I know you're listening to it on the 15th, but yesterday, the 11th, I think they had another victim, right? The 9th person yes, to, to pass away yes. i i saw that they were a texas a&m student and so you know that they were younger i mean i think all the victims were pretty much younger but yeah i mean they were they were brain dead in the hospital and they they just passed away and it's just it's sad it really is you know it's
1: so yeah i i you know i just so happened to be on those like monthly girly days that people speak of and so it was even it made me cry so much more like you're I don't even have the words. It's it's devastating. But even then, there's there's got to be a word that describes it even more, how sad it makes me. It's just me.
0: tragic. Tragic. And I think what also makes it tragic is, in some sense, it was preventable. Now, it's easier said than done, right? You say that and you're like, oh, okay, well, it's not that easy, right? And I think what annoyed me about the whole conversation, or at least what I saw on Twitter mostly, was people thinking it's just like a black and white situation where it's like, Oh, it's Travis's fault. Oh, it's not Travis's fault. I'm just going to give my opinion on the matter. Maybe you can give yours and tell me what you think. I think people have a hard time distinguishing between total guilt, like absolute guilt and just someone needing to be held accountable. I think there's a difference. Like I wouldn't agree if someone were to say, this is all Travis's fault. I wouldn't agree with that because I don't think it is all Travis's fault. However, It is his festival. And so to some degree, he needs to be held somewhat accountable. Am I saying he's a murderer? No. But I think he needs to be held accountable just because it's his festival. If I was to put a festival on, no matter how much or how involved I was in that festival, if something happens, hey, I'm the one organizing it. So to some extent, I have to be held accountable. And I think that's the case for him. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I mean, I would probably agree. I mean, it... (laughs) Just T-A-B-C laws, you know, like if you're coming into my bar and I as a bartender serve someone too much alcohol and I can tell once they step out of my bar and something happens, it's still my, like it still comes, I'm still going to see repercussions for it. I can still get sued. The bar can still get sued. My bartending license can't get taken away. So I I would say the same thing. I mean, I think it's like a shared responsibility. I think this is unique too, because when I was growing up and I don't know how many, people are as hispanic as me and this is how you'll know (laughs) i was a big rebelde fan or rvd and um it was like this novela slash music group that just like it blew up right and i remember that was the first time i saw something of this caliber and it was basically like there was a stampede of people trying to get into their concert in brazil and people died because they wanted to see this group so bad to me that situation was like okay somebody put the event together invited this you know, singer to come sing. And then this tragedy happened. So then I think it goes more towards the group. And to me, this is one of those cases where it's like, this is Travis's festival. So you're right. I mean, he has to share some responsibility. I remember Rebelde didn't see any repercussions for it, but I think it's because it wasn't particularly their event. Plus Mm -hmm. it's in Brazil. I don't know what the laws are out there. But in this case, it is... It's his event. Like, isn't this his baby? Like, I don't know much about the guy because I'm not a fan. Sorry, it is what it is. I've never really been a Travis really? Scott fan. Yeah, it's like, eh. like what kind he's of music do you listen to? For me. Or do you I listen, like do you listen to hip hop? Okay, yeah, okay. I freaking love hip hop. He's just part of those like new hip hoppers that.
0: Uh, some of them make
1: me cringe I'm sorry I know (laughs) I hate it but I'm still like listening to the same crap from the early 2000s and I'm like this is amazing and like you can't
0: (laughs) you can't tell me
1: otherwise so it's hard for me to like some more of the newer rappers and hip hoppers but or hip hop artists hip hoppers -hoppers. but (laughs) you heard it here first it's hip hoppers but yeah I definitely think it's a shared responsibility and it's just really really sad it makes me really angry. I've rabbit holed myself into some of these people's personal lives and Twitters and their sisters and their brothers and I cry because I'm like, I can't imagine that happening to my sister. You know, like we it just makes me cry every time I go down that
0: road. I didn't I didn't go down a rabbit hole of any of any sorts aside from just reading it. Of course yeah. I watched his video mm-hmm. on it. And and again it, it angers me just because the group of people that are saying like, oh, he has nothing to do with it. It's all in the fault of these people. And it's like, it's really not. These people are going to enjoy a musical artist perform. I don't know. Have you never been to a concert before? Like, I go to concerts to enjoy the music, to enjoy the musical artist that's performing. I will say I've never been to a festival before, but I've been to concerts before. You
1: guys can't see my face, but I'm shocked.
0: (laughs) I've been to concerts before for hip hop artists. That are popular, okay? I've been to a Drake <laughs> concert, Festival. a Future. I've been to A$AP Ferg, Young Thug. Like, I've been to these concerts, 21 Savage, and they get rowdy, but not that rowdy. That's what kind of angers me is like, okay, so these other concerts that I went to, and again, they weren't festivals, but they were packed with people. They didn't get that way. Why didn't they get that way? Well, because they limited the amount of people that could go in. They had security. The list goes on. But with this kind of thing... With his festival in particular, I think he encourages people to rage, right? That's the term. That's the phrase. Yeah, it's
1: almost like his platform is anarchy. Like, oh, I'm a mess. Come be a mess with me. And like, it's all fun and games, but maybe like an organized mess. It was just irresponsible. I mean, at the end of the day, it was just so irresponsible. And I do do think that because he is the creator of the festival, then yeah, I think he should be to some degree.
0: So we look at some of the videos, right? And we see how people have shared these videos of these kids running over fences and just running into the festival and you're sa- and, and people use that with the caption of how can you blame Travis? Look at these people. It's these people's fault. Look at what they're doing. Okay. So let's take that for example. Why are they doing that? Why are they allowed to do that? It's because of no security. Like what, what's the reason? Okay. Well then why is there no security? Why is there not enough security? Well, they didn't hire enough, right? Okay. Well, who's doing the hiring? Okay. The management who's running the festival Well, who's running the festival, Travis. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's probably not even managing it, but he set it up. So that right. that's what I mean is it all traces back to him. And again, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's absolutely guilty and he didn't murder these people. But again, everything leads back to him. Yeah. And so that's why I feel like he needs to be held accountable. People need to hold him accountable. And they are, we've seen, right. These lawsuits started. And that's why I wanted to add it to the notes for the topics today is because Thomas J. Henry, which, of course, is based here in San Antonio and probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, injury lawyer here in uh, in San Antonio, uh, you could argue maybe South Texas. He's representing, I think it was like over a 100 different victims mm-hmm. uh, of yeah. this. And by victims, some, some have passed away and some are in the hospital. So he's going to be held accountable. I think cases like this usually take about... Two to three years, years anyways. Yeah. yeah, they take years.
1: Unfortunately. You know, and,
0: and it is. It's very unfortunate. I think some cases probably will be handled outside, you know, out of court um settlements and things of that sort. But, yeah, I, th- I think he will be held accountable. What's interesting, too, is th- I think Drake was included in uh in some of the lawsuits as well right
1: because so. he came out for a set which i didn't know like i truly have never cared for Astro world or travis and so the only thing i cared about travis was like he went to utsa for like a semester and then i was like all right cool i see you um uh, but other than that so i didn't even know drake was a part of it because i actually love drake
0: how can you but, like Drake so and not like Travis Scott? It's, I think that's a little strange, though. It's the
1: voice, though. Like, Drake <laughs> has, like, this is what I naturally sound like, and it's sexy, and it's great. Whereas Travis is like, it's like he makes it ugly.
0: I don't hey. know. I don't know. And we're, we're going to have to have, like, a music episode where we talk about music, <laughs> right. because yeah, I'm that. interested in hearing your, your opinions <laughs> on that. But I think it's the other way around. And I don't get me wrong. I, I listen to a lot of Drake music, but I think he uses a lot of different voices and styles whereas travis kind of has his style and he sticks with it
1: Yeah, but i don't like that style
0: i <laughs> again i guess so but well, what's kind of tough That's is like this whole World thing was coming out and he dropped two new singles which i love by the way i was like oh my god i feel bad every time i listen to these new songs in my car yeah. recently but ready to move on to our next topic yes our
1: next topic okay
0: so i guess next i'll pick this one since you since well we kind of chose the World one together but you kind of chose it yeah, so yeah, yeah. i'll choose this one I know you're like a little involved with the Spurs, a so all right, a little bit. And um, I've been here my whole life, so I'm gonna just say I'm involved with the Spurs. Um, <laughs> the Spurs, sports and entertainment. Which, if listeners, if you don't know, that's like the technical. Ownership name of the Spurs, mm-hmm. they're that's looking for new far. naming rights. And if you're on social media, especially Twitter lately, you probably saw some funny pictures circulating. Uh, they hired what I call a search firm. There's some other kind of name for the business, but they're basically looking for a title sponsor to name the AT&T Center. This is the last year that's going to be named the AT&T Center. Erica, I know. You haven't been to San Antonio your whole life. I don't know if you remember this, but when they first opened that arena, it used to be called the SBC Center Mm. back when there was SBC. (laughs) Now there's no Mm. SBC, except I think there's some people that still have that email, like SBC Global or something like that. Anyway, but aside from that, it's been called the AT&T Center for years now, and they're finally ending that partnership. So it's going to be named something new. There's been a lot of funny names thrown around, but... Like? Like, well, so I saw one and i feel like people this isn't just a san antonio thing but of course it was used in this example but it was like the halloween the spirit store and i feel <laughs> like and i feel like anytime You're talking about a building, like a vacant building or a building that's not going to be used anymore, which it's kind of silly because this is going to be used. People like to throw the spirit store on there because because that's that's what it is, right? It's whenever like a store goes out of business or like moves out of that location, they turn it into a spirit store. (laughs) So, of course, people threw that on there. Back when the story first broke, I think, honestly, it might have been earlier this year. Mm -hmm. It just kind of resurfaced again Mm -hmm. recently. I did... A similar thing. I threw a picture of Alamo Fireworks on there, <laughs> and they actually used it in the MySA story. It's hilarious. Oh my God. But Alamo Fireworks is like huge here in San Antonio. I don't know what are some other names like you could see or maybe you would want.
1: Well, I just think I you you mentioned one when we hadn't started recording yet. You said H E B would be probably a good fit. Which yeah, I'm like, i feel like, now that's it's like, like the, what else would it be? That's right. like, that's it. The
0: only <laughs> other thing I could think of is Frost. And that's totally oh. not being biased that I used to work there. Of course, the listeners probably know. But they already have a partnership because the jersey, the jersey has the Frost logo on it. I think Frost is even on the court, maybe. For sure, it's that's everywhere around one. the arena. But I feel like that could be a big one. Could be Frost and call it the frost arena i don't know that something would be like a good that,
1: one. that sounds i'm trying to kind think good
0: i think somebody wanted to i think somebody put a picture of like Takadia number 12 or something <laughs> like that on the front made it like yellow and red <laughs> that um funny. A painting i don't i don't know there's i'm sure there's other ones too i'm trying to think of like san antonio <laughs>
1: staples
0: f- staples yeah
1: I think of, like, geekdom, but that would be weird. Like, that would be a weird one to kind of take. That's all I can geekdom. think of as far as, yeah, is, like, big names that are helping develop the community. I know, like, that's TJH. Thomas J. Henry is a huge freaking name as much as... So, my boyfriend's a lawyer, guys, and uh, he doesn't work for TJH. So, I'm not a, like, ah! I'm not, like, super... I support my boyfriend and his law firm, but... Thomas J. Henry, like that guy's crazy. His marketing team's amazing. Shout out to you,
0: Waterburger. Be...
1: Oh, duh! What, what
0: like, would how do we be? not think of Waterburger? I pulled up the MySA article and I was like looking at it. Waterburger <laughs> Valero, I guess, is a yeah, big Valero's one. Valero is a Those big. are kind of boring, one. in my opinion. Look, oh my I'm
1: gosh. I like
0: Waterburger, but I'm not the huge Waterburger fan that everyone makes themselves out to be here.
1: I'm not. I either.
0: honestly think, and people people are probably going to hate me for this, but <laughs> um. If we're just talking about a standalone burger, I know we're getting like off topic here, but like a standalone burger, I'm sorry, I'd rather go with In-N-Out. Ah, like I'm go- I'm going to I'm going to go with In-N-Out. If we're talking out. about standalone burger, what I like about Whataburger is that their their Funnies. choices are just a lot better. But anyways, getting back on topic. Honestly, I'm other- with you though,
1: so that's weird that we both share that. <laughs> Unique opinion.
0: About Whataburger. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and don't get me... People think like, oh, you chose In-N-Out. It's like, no, I like Whataburger. I just... If we're talking about a standalone cheeseburger, I'd rather go with In-N-Out. Anyways, yeah. Fred's Fish Fry. That's... <laughs> I mean... <Stop! laughs> that's... Right? I mean, that's... That's got to be one. Right? Ah, I think scary. there'd be some DEA agents in the at t Center oh, for that one because everyone thinks it's a... <laughs> front for uh for a drug yeah, yeah, company yeah. fred's fish fry of course here's the picture with the halloween store it's crazy the zoo right i don't know the san antonio zoo, zoo. i don't know there's i'm looking the at some different ones here but maybe
1: like a university wouldn't want it would it you think
0: i don't know and you know what and, and that's actually a pretty good topic to to kind of touch on just mm-hmm. because we're both alumni we've i don't know if you attended much of the basketball games for utsa but i i attended a few and i I consider myself a basketball fan, not as big as football, but with UTSA kind of making the jump up to a newer uh, upper echelon conference in football and basketball and athletics in general, what's weird and kind of frustrating is that they play in this awesome venue of the Alamodome. I, I love the Alamodome for, for UTSA football, but for basketball, they played the Convocation Center. And so my idea, and hey, this is one of those things that's way easier said than done, like, why not, for a couple of years until their new arena is built, play at the AT&T Center? I mean, come on. Right? Like, wouldn't that... A wouldn't
1: partnership that... might be kind of sexy, yeah. Especially because we love the Roadrunner and the... And the Coyote, and the coyote right?
0: It's yeah. it's not like they're going to fill up the arena, but it gives the arena more opportunity for revenue. It's I know it's not a central location like the Alamo Dome, but I think it would encourage more people like, hey, it's the at and Center. Like, come come out here to watch UTSA play basketball. I think I think it would do well anyways. But yeah, those are some of the names I thought of. I guess listeners, if you have any naming ideas, definitely let us know. You can tag us Facebook, Twitter. Just let us know what kind of naming ideas. Uh, check out the MySA article. I, I don't have the link. Maybe I'll, I'll share it on Twitter or something. But there's a MySA article that came out earlier in the year, but then recently with some of the pictures. They're hilarious. Another thing. We wanted to get into was you want to talk about the christmas lights
1: yes so okay i want to talk about the ford holiday okay, river parade okay. just because that's like the big celebration like the big kumbaya of it all <laughs> like after thanksgiving you guys can go watch this go to this um lighting ceremony it makes you think of whoville that's basically how i feel about everybody with riverwalk and yeah. the lights but i was Watching on Great Day S.A., they were kind of shouting out, don't forget, Ford Holiday River Parade comes out. I mean, it's going to happen November 26th on Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, But it made me think of just, like, the lights and how big of a deal they are. Like, every time, every year, as soon as Christmas comes rolling around, which, first of all, I love Christmas, I... Literally over the weekend, I'm going to take off with some girlfriends of mine to a cabin and everyone's already themed at Christmas because (laughs) my birthday is just Christmas in November. It's just the way it goes because I love Christmas. But everybody wants to go to those lights. Yeah, for um, sure. And I I know during
0: COVID last year, they turned on the lights a little earlier because I think The city felt like everyone needed a little bit of uplifting because of COVID. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. they're just going to continue that. I think they know how much Mm -hmm. people enjoy the lights and going out to view the lights and walking downtown when the lights are Mm -hmm. on in the Riverwalk and around downtown in general. So Mm -hmm. I think I know when Mm -hmm. I was driving down there the other night, I noticed that the lights at the Frost Tower, the new Frost Tower, they're already up. Like, they already have those white lights on. <laughs> i like, they're ready to go. Love it. You know? And I think Love it. later, I want to say a week from this recording, again, we're recording on Friday, November 12th. I think on Friday, November 19th is when they opened the the ice rink at Travis Park. Mm. I didn't get a chance to actually, like, go on the ice rink, like, skate. I really wanted to. But I had a chance to visit mm. a couple times when they, they started that, I think it was... Two years ago, I want to say, is when they first brought it out. But it is it is back. It's going to start on the 19th and continue through, I want to say, the new year it continues through. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. I want to say they they enlarged it from, from the original size. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I, I think having something like that downtown just adds to the whole vibe down there and i I really want to like i really really want to make it a point to go ice skating on it I, i don't know are you are you an ice skater do you go ice skating
1: Actually I do. I'm not like a professional or anything, but I I used to roller skate a lot when I was a kid. I don't know why. That's just what I chose. Um, I think we come from the roller blades. So I, I had
0: rollerblades, so
1: <laughs> Okay, yeah, like the lined ones. Yeah, the yeah, ones
0: yeah just one like, line. Not not the four, yeah. not the quad, like just one line. Yeah,
1: right, yeah. right, right. Exactly. The one liners. And so it was easy to make the jump from that to ice. To an ice skating rink and El Paso has like this uh ho- it has a hockey team and so they would host ice skating nights for the public and so we That's would cool. we would go out there and so yeah when it when the Travis Scott Travis Scott
0: man <laughs> rent free he's living rent free in your head right now ew <laughs> come on
1: when the Travis Park one opened up, I definitely went out there. I have a friend, or had a friend. I'm not gonna get into that tea, but I had a friend who was from Canada, and so she was super psyched to go. And she was like twirling and spinning. Oh. People were recording her. Like it was kind of, it was super extra. Um, but at the time, she was my, she was one of my bestest friends. So I was like, oh my god, I'm so proud, girlfriend. Anyways, yes, I do ice skate, and I think it's super fun, and I love it so. I just love Christmas, yeah. and we should all just hang out downtown, and we should all just keep hanging out downtown, specifically during Christmas yeah, times. I which think is so. right now, because Christmas was, as we all know, November first. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. And and I, <laughs> my my girlfriend is so frustrated right now because she doesn't agree with the whole skipping over Thanksgiving thing. She's like, why is Christmas everywhere already? And I'm just like... Thanksgiving is just a It really is. It's It's a pregame. It's a little speed bump. (laughs) That's all it is. Like, come on. Like, once Halloween is over, once those little decorations come down, once the pumpkin... The pumpkin... The pumpkin starts rotting. (laughs) Like, it's time. It's time to put the lights up. For a lot of families here, it's time to just turn on the lights. Lights stayed up. They never came down. But... It's, it's just time to get going. I think people love the idea. Look, we talk about this a lot on searching for San Antonio. San Antonio is a giving city that translates into people wanting to buy gifts for people. And I think that's why we, we love Christmas. We love the lights downtown. I, I love them. I, I feel so bad. It's kind of like the fiesta conversation. Like if you come downtown just to see lights and that's it. Like, no, you need to be visiting downtown all the time. There's so many things to visit and do and see downtown, but. Look, now you have an excuse. Just like Fiesta, now you have an excuse to come downtown. So definitely give that. And go Ah. ice skating. Like, the ice skating rink is so cool there. Um, I don't know what kind of things they might add this year, but two years ago when they first started it, it was so cool. Just being in Travis Park, having the buildings around you, the St. Anthony hotels right there. Like, you have the lights above the skating rink. Like, it's just the vibe is real. Like, I... I, I liked it. I just was so upset I didn't get to skate, and the reason I didn't wasn't because like I didn't make time for it. I did. It was just packed. It was crazy packed. And and mm-hmm. hopefully it won't be as packed. I I say that my fingers crossed, but it's probably going to be like just ridiculous. You're like telling people yeah, to I know. go, and then you're also like oh, shoot myself maybe in the foot. Be I know for <laughs> sure. But but yeah, no, I can't. I can't wait. I I always, I say always, but for the last three four years or so, Amanda and I have gone to the lighting of the tree there at Travis Park. So yeah, if you haven't been downtown in a while, this is your excuse for sure. You need to go. For sure. All right. What are we getting into next? You want to get into the UTSA? That was it.
1: Oh. You took it oh off the yeah, notes, you but you I know I know on- you
0: added it. And I think it's hilarious <laughs> and I, any opportunity I get to talk about UTSA, I love. So, I mean, we can throw it in there.
1: I wanted to Yes, I wanted to to gloss over maybe. Uh, cuz no disrespect, I don't know who's listening to this podcast, wait, 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 but maybe you're wait, old wait, and you want to hear it. Wait, this is but- where
0: this is where if you're listening to in your minivan, you have the kids in the back You might want to pause it. You might want to, if you're listening to it in the office on a, like one of those little pod players where you like insert the phone and it's playing out loud. This is like the, the not, yeah, yeah. the not safe for work part. So you might want (laughs) to put your headphones in, but, but go on, go on.
1: Yes. So, um, I'm a little embarrassed, but it's also like, I don't know. It's like a publicity stunt for sure, I guess, of sorts, of epic proportions. Oh, they got publicity. Um, (laughs) So, as we all know, um, UTEP hosted the game last weekend versus UTSA, and um, a lot of exciting things happened. Us winning, primarily UTSA winning, but in the tailgate, during the tailgate, apparently... If it smelled funky to some of y'all, it's because something was going on in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. You know, I was listening um. to
0: the Alamo Dome Audible <laughs> podcast this past week and Jared on there. I don't know if it was Jared or Adrian, but they were kind of making the joke. Like, look, UTEP didn't win, but somebody else won that night. <laughs> somebody Somebody's or a few, a couple people sure. were winning that night. Because there was a video <laughs> circulating and, and same thing as, as the Alamo Dome Audible, I'm not going to exactly say what was going on um, I'll just say that you know a couple was having a good time there in the in the bed of a truck out at the tailgate if you want to see the video I mean more power to you go look on Twitter it's a pretty easy search you'll find it trust me <laughs> yeah and what's crazy and I'm so glad you you brought it up earlier like this is not the first time like there's a precedent there's a precedent, no, there's a Paso precedent has for this
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> they'd like to I don't know I mean it just goes to show y'all like when I say El Paso is a fun city that's I don't know I guess that's their way of showing y'all you know little bit about the air
0: it's the high altitude there I guess <laughs>
1: right the high altitude just gets everyone a little more excited I don't know but yeah there was like a game you said I think it was against austin i don't know it was another big broadcasted game and el paso doesn't get broadcasted too much so it was a big deal and of course up in the stands not literally in the stadium but just like a seating area there was another couple and this is years ago i'm just gonna say the hand was in the man's she's getting a little handsy yeah partner yeah yeah yeah, little little
0: handsy there and and it was up on like on the hill right or some kind of like hill or mountain yes
1: there's like a uh uh-huh you can like climb the mountain maybe it's not safe but i know you can and so that's how they were watching the game that day or not i don't know he was watching the game
0: he he was watching the game yeah and it seems like it's (laughs) it's it's safe for them but where it's not safe is you're not safe from the camera getting to you so uh yeah i think if you're if you're going to a utep utsa game or any kind of utep game that's heavily publicized just watch it all right just pay attention to your surroundings. <laughs> um, there's probably somebody ready to film you. So, so just yes. get ready for that. But that's all I had.
1: Yes. Um. And this episode is out on Monday, but I just, since it's, since we're recording it Friday and um, no, I'm sorry. Yes. We're recording it Friday. Saturday is the orange out game at UTSA. So if you were there this past weekend, I just want to shout you out because I'm jealous. And I for hope sure. That was and
0: so like, I hope, fun. I really hope I'm, sp- we're speaking this into existence but I really want to see like at least 32,000 fans in the stands. I hope that when people listen to this, that that was the case. I hope it's more. But I say that because I think the the announced crowd at the UTEP game was around 31, 32. And I feel like if UTEP can get that, then we can get that too. Because they're both having good seasons. Yeah, we, we, should get it. we have an undefeated season at UTSA. I, like I feel like it can be done.
1: We're finally ranked. In the,
0: yeah, in the college football we playoff. Ranked. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and that's, that's exciting. So hopefully we get to see that. I know that they're opening the upper deck for the first time in a couple of years, I think. I think wow. Pizza Hut yeah. is doing like a deal or something like that where you get a pizza, get some tickets. Awesome. So for sure. So if you're listening to this, I hope you went to the game. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope UTSA won. I think they will. Uh, but that's pretty much all I had. So that's pretty much going to wrap up this segment, or we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll give my local recommendation for this essay talk episode, as well as the question of the week. So stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Zach. As some of you may know, I help people plan for retirement. And as your advisor, I can not only show you how money truly works, but put you in control of your money today and in retirement. If you're looking to schedule a financial review please give me a call at 210-760-0409 welcome back into essay talk what's up everybody it's zach again and in this last segment it's just going to be myself giving the local recommendation of the week as well as the question of the week to wrap this episode up so for this week You know, this is a place that I hold near and dear to my heart. And the reason I say that is being a native San Antonian, growing up in the far northwest side, this is a place I visited a lot. My parents took me to to go eat. We saw this restaurant at their humble beginning stages when it was just a family-owned small establishment in Helotus, Texas. You know, if you ask me, I don't like to consider Halotis as a part of San Antonio just because they don't like considering themselves as a part of San Antonio. But they really are. Halotis is definitely part of the greater San Antonio area. And my favorite restaurant there has to be El Chaparral. And if you haven't been to El Chaparral, you really, really got to get out there. It's far out there on Bandera little past downtown Helotus on the left-hand side. For any of the listeners or maybe even new listeners to this episode, if you visited El Chaparral before they did their huge remodeling, if I had to guess, over 10 years ago, I mean, then you really appreciate this place for what it is and how far it's come. I just remember going to this restaurant when it was extremely small. It was a very small Mexican restaurant out there. In Helotus, and it was owned by Mr. Garcia or the family, the Garcia family. I just remember Mr. Garcia would come around and ask us if we were enjoying our food and if we are enjoying our experience there at El Chaparral. And I remember they went through their huge remodel. They did so much. They added a back, I think it's called uh, Jessica's Garden. I believe that was a daughter of theirs who had passed away. I could be wrong, um, but I know it was definitely a garden that's dedicated, the back patio area they improved the parking. They made the space huge. They added a bar. They have TVs. I just remember when they did that whole remodeling years and years ago, that was a big thing because it was such a small place there at El Chaparral. But I love, love, love El Chaparral. We've been going there, like I said, since I was a little, little kid. We used to go to the Catholic church that's out there. I can't think of the name. That's where I was originally baptized and we'd go there when I was a kid on Sundays, of course, for church. And then afterwards, we'd go eat at El Chaparral. And that was just a family tradition that, again, I hold near and dear to my heart. I love going to El Chaparral. I know I was so excited when I got with Amanda, my girlfriend. I was so excited to take her there for the first time. I believe it was our first like real date as a couple. Um, and she'll probably laugh if she gets to hear that. But uh, like I said, I hold it near and dear to my heart. I know I keep saying that. But I really do love that place if you haven't visited it before. The original restaurant is located at 15103 Bandera Road. That's in Helotus, Texas, zip code 78023. They do have another location on 1604, kind of on the far north side or maybe even northeast. I don't really know. I know it's far north for sure, but that's 2838 North Loop 1604 East. And that's zip code 78232. So whichever one you go to, the one that's technically in San Antonio or the one that's technically in Helotus, either way, it's really good. Of course, I'm biased. I'm going to say the Helotus one is much better. That is El Chaparral Mexican Restaurant. Again, I encourage you to go check them out. But if you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook, El Chaparral San Antonio, I know they're not very, very active, but again, it doesn't matter. This place, you just got to go try the food. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's authentic Mexican just because I know there's a lot of serious foodies out there that'll tell me there's nothing here that's authentic Mexican, but I will say it's amazing Tex-Mex. I will say that it is amazing Tex-Mex food. So definitely go try it out. I know my dad, my brother, they love the Longhorn, which is one of the dishes there. I would always get the tortilla soup growing up. I know they have a few other dishes that I frequent I know Natalia's enchiladas are really good. The Helotis Delight is also a favorite of mine. Uh, I think my mom would always get the chili Riano whenever we'd go there. But there's just so much on the menu that you should try. I'm not going to sit here and tell you exactly what to get. Just go out there. It's a great experience. It's usually packed, especially on the weekend um, and probably at nights as well. But definitely go check it out out there in Helotis. In fact, I believe they're celebrating their 50th anniversary coming up next year. Again, they opened a long time ago, way before I was born. I think looking at their website, it says that they opened in 1972. So, of course, 2022 makes it their 50th anniversary. Just go check it out. Moving on to the question of the week. This week, I know Erica and I talked a little bit about the Travis Scott Astroworld tragedy, the events that occurred over there in Houston. Um... Uh, terrible, terrible situation, terrible tragedy. I guess the question I want to ask the listeners, the followers, is what do you think could have been done? That is the question of the week. But as we wrap up this podcast, I do want to say I'm recording this last segment on Sunday, the day before its release. And so at this point in time, I know that UTSA did win, even though it wasn't. A huge victory that like, most were expecting, like Vegas was even expecting with the line. Um, a little bit closer than we wanted, but it was a great turnout at the Alamo Dome. I would encourage the listeners, if you went to the game, amazing. Bring one, at least one more person to the game next week. This is uh, for all the marbles, I guess you could say, in a sense, uh, being that they're playing UAB for a spot in the Conference USA championship, which is their conference that they play in, the athletic teams, uh, the Conference USA. If they beat UAB, they secure a spot in that conference championship. It's going to be a huge game, probably the biggest game, the most important game thus far that they have played. So if you're going, bring a friend, bring a few friends. It's going to be great. I mean, just to the people of San Antonio in general, look, if you can support a three loss Texas A&M Aggie team that hasn't won a football championship since 1939, you can support UTSA. If you can support a UT team that constantly, year after year, underachieves and disappoints every Longhorn fan out there, including myself, you know, I'm a Longhorn fan. But if you can support a team like that up in Austin, you can support UTSA. I know there's a lot of t-shirt Longhorn fans, a lot of t-shirt Aggie fans out there. But if you're a football fan, you can support UTSA at the Alamo Dome. So come in full force. Like I said, bring your friends, bring your family. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun there at the Alamo Dome. That is next Saturday at 2.30 p.m. against UAB. With that said, that is going to wrap up this week's episode of Essay Talk. I want to give a huge thank you to all the repeat listeners, all the day ones out there. I really appreciate you guys so much. Means a lot to me that you all keep listening to the episodes. I hope you've enjoyed the last few episodes with our new co-host.
1: Yeah, I hope Erica, so too. Of
0: course, hope you in- <laughs> hope you enjoyed. I think you are going to enjoy the episodes going forward, and and the content. I know the content a lot better on Instagram for sure. So I hope you all are enjoying that. I want to thank any l- new listeners as well checking out the show, especially if Erica brought you over. So welcome welcome Yay. you guys hope you're enjoying this um, if you did enjoy the episode i would encourage you to check out the other series as well searching for san antonio Eric and i have done a few episodes together on that as well um, it's more of an interview series as opposed to the discussions we have here in essay talk if you want to help the podcast out there's a couple ways you can do so first and foremost give a rate and review on apple Podcasts. that really helps in terms of seo purposes helps us get the podcast out there also You can support the show monthly if you want to. Go to our link in bio and any of our social media platforms. Click the support monthly button. You can support for as little as 99 cents. That's going to go towards things like donations to nonprofits. It'll help us get maybe some merch in the future. Hopefully, fingers crossed on that. Um, And lastly, wait, before I get to that, I also want to give one more reminder to go to our link in bio. Go to the top button in our link tree Mm -hmm, and nominate sa podcast network best of the city podcast san antonio magazine 2022 we're trying to make it back-to-back years so i'm gonna ask you to do that now lastly (laughs) if you or any business owners you know are looking to advertise with the podcast you can reach out to me or erica it's just our first names at sapodnetwork.com but thank you all again see you again next week and viva Viva San san antonio